This is AgriPulse Daybreak West for Wednesday, June 15th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Downley. Here's today's headlines. Senate agrees on slowing new wells. Big October ahead for ag at SCOTUS and house food fight. Lawmakers coalesce around slowing new well drilling. A Senate committee yesterday approved a measure to add another layer of reviews for new well drilling in overdrafted basins. AB 2201 would require counties to run new well proposals by groundwater sustainability agencies, or GSAs, codifying into law an executive order from Governor Newsom. Assembly member Steve Bennett of Ventura attempted to alleviate the many concerns from agricultural opponents by describing GSAs as the most pumper-friendly agencies we have. He reasoned that the local agencies have no opportunity to reject new straws going into the ground. Representing several agriculture groups, lobbyist Jackson Gualco said the executive order has already led to confusion and a moratorium on new wells in Napa Valley. Gualco charged that Bennett is, quote, bound and determined to pass the measure as is, despite the many concerns opponents have raised. He also shared first-hand accounts of counties and GSAs communicating with one another over well permits. Senator Susan Eggman of Stockton, former ag chair, voted against the bill, arguing it would drive small farmers out and leave only bigger corporations that can adapt. Bennett did take new amendments on the bill. Committee Chair Henry Stern of Canoga Park described it as no longer a bill reforming the Sustainable Groundwater Management Act, but simply amending the water code. U.S. dairy exports benefit from collaboration with ocean carrier. There are some signs that those port bottlenecks might be easing. That according to Michael Dykes, president and CEO of the International Dairy Foods Association. The dairy industry is getting more products loaded on ships for export thanks to the Port of Los Angeles and the ocean carrier company CMA-CGM. Across all ports, we've seen a 53.7 increase in dairy products being in containers in the first 21 weeks of this year and a 110% increase at the Port of Los Angeles, Dyke said during a webinar hosted by Gene Sirocco, the port's executive director. Ocean carriers still sending empty containers back to China, leaving U.S. ag products searching for transportation to foreign buyers. Dykes called on more carriers to work together with the ag sector. SCOTUS sets arguments for WOTUS and Prop 12. Farm groups will be keeping a close eye on the Supreme Court when it kicks off its new term in October. The justices will hear arguments that month in two cases being closely watched for their implications for the ag industry. At a scheduled release yesterday, the court said it would start its October term with Sackett versus the U.S., case involving two Idaho landowners, they challenge EPA's jurisdiction over waters on their property. What's at stake? Well, the question that'll be argued on October 3rd is whether the Ninth U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals used the right test to determine whether wetlands are waters of the U.S. under the Clean Water Act. The court could use the case to significantly alter the way EPA and the Army Corps of Engineers determine what is or what's not a WOTUS. 
Then, on October 11, the justices will hear arguments in the challenge to California's Animal Housing Law, or Proposition 12. Now, the issue in that case, brought by the National Pork Producers Council, the American Farm Bureau Federation, is whether Prop 12 violates what's known as the Dormant Commerce Clause. In essence, whether California can require other states to adopt minimal housing standards for sows producing pork sold in California. Now, the court is also considering whether to take up yet another big ag case in which Monsanto Bayer challenging a Ninth Circuit decision upholding a $25 million verdict to a California man who contracted cancer after long-term use of Roundup herbicide. The justices will discuss the Monsanto petition tomorrow, meaning a decision might come on Monday. Food fight? Republicans challenge President Biden ahead of debate. House Republicans are gearing up for a floor debate on inflation, putting the focus on regulatory barriers that they are contributing to higher food and energy prices. A letter to Biden led by Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy and the top Republican of the House Ag Committee, Glenn G.T. Thompson, charges that the president has neglected to take serious action to increase American production. Instead, President Biden, quote, proposed massive new tax liabilities for farmers while imposing a regulatory agenda that would, quote, further limit America's farmers' ability to meet global food demand. America's agriculture sector is vital to alleviating global food crisis, the letter says. Letter lists a number of requests, including that the administration halt work on its new WOTUS rule. The context? Well, the House tomorrow will consider a package of seven bills called the Lower Food and Fuel Cost Act. The package includes a measure Republicans consider a poison pill because it would create a special investigator's office in USDA's Packers and Stockyards Division. Other provisions would allow year-round sales of E-15 and provide $700 million to USDA for funding infrastructure and assisting farmers with nutrient management and precision agriculture. Every time Americans go to the gas pump or they go to the grocery store, they are reminded how their costs have gone up, and we need to deal with that. And we are dealing with that, said Majority Leader Steny Hoyer, Maryland Democrat. Well, here's today's He Said It. I'm not a person who's prone to hyperbole, but I can assure you from on the ground that the ominous tenor of recent media reports is warranted. What has been a slow-motion train wreck for 20 years is accelerating, and the moment of reckoning is near. That John Ensminger, general manager of Southern Nevada Water Authority, on falling water levels in critical Colorado River reservoirs. Well, that's Daybreak West for this Wednesday, June 15th. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak West, I'm Jeff Alley.